Hello and welcome to the Greater Freedom Podcast with me, your host, Nicola Charlotte, a business and mindset coach empowering soulful entrepreneurs and online business owners to amplify their freedom, success and income. I'm here to remind you that we really can have it all. And so my intention is that this podcast will support you in building a wildly successful business and a dream lifestyle in a way that feels good to you. I'll be sharing coaching tools, energetic practices and mindset techniques that I've used to take me from corporate employee to soulful entrepreneur earning five-figure months and living a freedom-based lifestyle in just over two years. So if you're ready to do life and business your way, then the Greater Freedom Podcast may well be what you've been looking for. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Greater Freedom with me, your host, Nicola Charlotte. I am joined today by the lovely Rebecca Lloyd, who is founder of This Independent Life, a company that has been curated to help all people wake up, shake up and live the life that they deserve, which I absolutely love and I'm so on board with. Um, And I was having a little stalk on Rebecca's website earlier when I was getting in the zone and preparing for the conversation. And one of the things that I really noticed that I can't wait to delve into in a little bit more detail is the independence triad that is referenced on uh, this independent life, which is health, work and money which, as I understand, form the foundations of all of the work that you do. So before we dive into that, Rebecca, welcome. It's so good to have you. And thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Please do introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit more about this independent life. Thank you. Wow, what an intro. Um, Firstly, thank you so much. I'm so honoured to be on this podcast. I love absolutely everything that you do and everything you stand for. So first and foremost, thank you. Um, Yeah, so I'm Rebecca Lloyd, uh, and I founded my business earlier this year, so beginning of 2022. And yeah, really, it's just about empowering women and sort of helping everybody achieve personal independence, which sounds super lofty. Um, But yeah, as well as that, I kind of do speaking. I started my own podcast. And to be honest, I'm just kind of just diving in and like experimenting. And yeah, we can get into it. But um, yeah, just really excited to also be working with people like you, just just passionate women and just great people, honestly. Like it's something that I never even really expected when I embarked on this journey mm. and has, to be honest, probably been one of the most enjoyable parts of it. So yeah, thank mm. you for, for inviting me and let me be able to. Oh, not at all. Yeah, it's, it's a real perk of the job that well, I should say job because it is literally part of our job, which is crazy to be able to have conversations like this and connect with other women. And one of the questions I always ask my guests when they come on is, what does freedom mean to you? And I think it's very apt because in my opinion, independence and freedom are almost, um, you know, synonyms of each other. So perhaps I should ask you, what does independence mean to you? Um, And how does it manifest in your life and business today? I love this question, because honestly, to me, independence is freedom. Um, And so really, freedom underlies absolutely everything that I do now. And I think it's something that, again, I'd always kind of thought about and kind of felt like, oh, yeah, you know, you hear people say, oh, yeah, you need to have freedom, blah, blah, blah. But I never really kind of stopped to think about what that actually meant for me until I kind of 
went through my whole journey of sort of questioning what I was doing with my job, like things that happened in my personal life with my health and various different things. So for me, it's really about choice, I think. Um, and just really having the autonomy over my life, <laughs> which sounds, again, kind of intense and maybe really lofty. But I really believe that independence is about having that freedom, that autonomy, that choice over what you are doing with your time and with your life, period. And that can be whatever that means to you. It looks different for everybody. But I think there's so many people, women especially, that just for whatever reason, and it's very, you know, societal and systemic. And there's a lot of reasons why I believe there is, you know, it's not just down to women and them being, you know, lacking mm. confidence and all these things. These are systemic issues. There's a reason why a lot of women struggle with so much of this. Mm. But really not having that autonomy over your time means that you're sacrificing something. You're not actually living the life that you want to live. You are giving something up for someone else. And independence, sometimes people say, oh, well, so you, you're not about community. I'm, no, <laughs> the opposite. If anything, it's a about just doing what you want some people love you know if you're an extrovert and you like doing loads of stuff or I'm more of an introvert and I love being around people but I also love being on my own and going on solo trips and it's whatever it looks like for you it doesn't even need to be going on a holiday it can just Mm. be you know pick whatever it is freedom is just being able to choose whatever it is for you Mm. and not having to answer to anyone else not having to justify that I think justifying our needs and wants and desires are so prevalent and ingrained you know women tend to be there for other people we've sort of been raised in this environment where we're meant to put ourselves you know at the back of the queue Mm. and actually like we can have both you can be at the front of the queue you can be doing whatever you want to be doing and actually I believe that when you do that and when women and everyone appreciate that and actually live their life with this kind of independence freedom mindset that you know everybody wins because you're then happier in yourself you're more fulfilled in what you're doing with your work with your health with your money with whatever and then you're able to actually be there for the people that you love and you know support your community use your money for causes that you care about not feel like you're having to you know just put on a happy face when you're sitting there in pain for hours at a time you know like I think it's just about yeah making sure that you can just do what you want mm. yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. I feel like there's there are so many things that you said that I'm like, oh, can we pause and mention that? And can we because it's so it's exactly, I mean, I totally, totally agree with everything that you said. And it really is about having the choice. And it's the choice to take time off spontaneously. It's the choice to choose what you'd like from the menu. It's the choice to say no to clients that don't align with your values or your missions, even though they might be offering a huge amount financially on the table, you know? Um, and well, before we go in, I'd love to hear about your most, this is a little bit off topic, but your most recent solo trip, because I did my very first solo vacation um, in at the beginning of July this year. And I was just like, I've created this life where I do have a freedom-based business that allows me to be wherever I want in the world and continue to grow the success of my business why am I not taking more advantage of this and I I mean I say that I have done a lot of traveling it is like my number one passion but it was more like oh I can go away and work so I went to Porto worked there for a few days and 
I'm very independent. I think we sound similar in the sense that I'm more introverted. I love spending time on my own. I'm very happy to be in on a Friday night and not doing anything. Like, <laughs> I look forward to that. Um, but it is it was that freedom of sort of not having anyone else to not answer to, but to think about in a way of like, I want to get up at this time. And if I'm ready in 10 minutes, I'm going to leave the door in 10 minutes. I'm not going to wait 30 minutes for the other person to get ready and sort of be twiddling my thumbs. So um, is solo vacationing something that you've done a lot of? Um, Is it something that you've done more since setting up the business? And yeah, I'd love to hear a bit more about your experience of that. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we're actually unsurprisingly, given the topics of our businesses, very aligned in that sense. Uh, the first time I actually went on a solo trip was when I was 18 and I went traveling around Southeast Asia. And I don't know, I've always been like, similarly, I've always loved traveling. It's always been one of my biggest passions just because of just everything it involves. I'm also a huge foodie. So mm. that's like a big yeah. part of it. But yeah, I mean, the, the most recent one I did actually was well after I quit my job. So I quit my job earlier this year. I had been working, kind of running the London office of an independent creative agency. So I was working in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like with uh, pharmaceutical companies kind of launching their products. And again, I can sort of get into that afterwards, but I really felt like I needed a break just Mm. from everything. I had a three month notice period, which was trying to say the least. And I just really needed to have a break from that and from everything that had happened with, um, you know, my health, like I'd been diagnosed with endometriosis and I'd had to have surgery and I just really needed to kind of get away and just detox and Mm. on my own. And I'm really lucky that I have a really supportive partner and, you know, friends and family were amazing. But I kind of just in my gut, in my soul, just needed to get away, like change the scenery, just everything, like the visceral nature of traveling for me and being able to do that solo, I think is so powerful. And Mm. just, again, having that ultimate freedom, like that to me, like that's what nurtures like my soul (laughs) and I'm not like overly I'm not like religious or deeply spiritual but there is something about going away on your own and just being able to you know go for a walk meet new people I stayed with this incredible woman and went to Spain basically for kind of a month Mm. and just stayed with this woman who had this beautiful house in the north of Spain she had a dog you know I went to her tango classes we went on walks together and I don't know it was just this really beautiful experience Mm -hmm. and it's something that now I really am conscious and mindful of wanting to make time for because Mm -hmm. it is difficult when you're trying to balance your business and all of the things that you're passionate about in your business in your personal life in your love life friendships like pick all of the things that you want to do and there's only so many hours in the day there's this amazing book I read actually recently called 4,000 Weeks I don't know if you've heard of it which I don't think so I would highly recommend it to everyone Mm. because it actually really helped me put things into perspective I read it just before I went on my trip and you only have 4,000 weeks to live if you live until you're 80 approximately when you actually think about that that's nothing and I think it really just things like solo travel whatever it is whatever fills up your cup as people say like yeah. do it um so yeah I mean solo travel is definitely something that I want to make sure that I prioritize and it's something that I don't have anything currently planned but there's also while we're here an amazing company actually which I supported and I mean anyone can do it called solo traveler which is going to be launching soon for women 
purely for women who want to do solo travel but maybe are a little bit anxious or concerned about sort of the health and safety aspects or different countries maybe you don't know you just want to have tips that you have from a friend so I'm really excited for that to launch because to be honest I think that can be a big barrier for a lot of people and when I say to some of my friends why haven't you gone on a solo trip like why don't you you know take this opportunity even if it's just for a weekend even if it's just for a day yeah and a lot of them are like "Mm, I don't know like it's maybe a bit weird and how am I going to do it and I'm like no like there's ways that you can overcome these anxieties and again I think for women it's about sort of nurturing that and kind of helping people get over those fears because a lot of the time actually there's really easy ways to overcome them or there's at least ways to kind of Mm. ease those anxieties and then the joy that you get from these kind of experiences is just like infinite so yeah yeah no I totally agree and it's it sort of comes back to what is it that's going to recharge and re-nourish your energy your creativity your inspiration so that you can show up as the best business owner partner friend as possible and if you love traveling but your partner is in a nine-to-five job that's based in the city that you live in that's not an excuse to not go you know and it's sort of there are all these uh norms around oh well wouldn't it be weird if I didn't go with my partner it's like well no because if that's what's going to feel good to you that's what's going to bring you energy and light you up, then absolutely go for it. Um, So, and and that links to the independence as well and self-belief and self-worth and seeing that we do get to have it all. We can travel and take time off and grow our business and network. You know, yes, as you sort of alluded to, we only have a certain number of hours in the day, but that's why having boundaries is really important. That's why having non-negotiables is really important. And, something you know that I'm sure everyone comes you know up against as it were is when as the business grows as our vision expands as our um, desires evolve you know how do we maintain that level of freedom and independence without neglecting either our own self-care or energy or the clients or customers that we're serving so I guess you're what 10 months into running your business um but have there been any non-negotiables or decisions that you've had to make that are now in place to help you maintain that level of independence that you're so you know protective of Mm. yeah that's a really good question honestly I'm still figuring it out um I I think think we all are yeah (laughs) let's be real um (laughs) I think it's a lot about, for me, I haven't even really been doing this. I mean, since I started the company, it was about 10 months ago, but because I had like, I was sort of side hustling for a bit, then I had a break and then it was summer and I hadn't really anticipated that it was going to be like cricket. So really it's only been a few months. And so for me and that at the moment, it's a lot about kind of trial and error and just like, again, prioritizing what I want, which sounds maybe kind of obvious but I think having worked in business before but never worked in my own business like the what I've seen before I was working in a startup I was a founding member so I had experience in it and I was like oh it's going to be exactly the same like totally cool then you are doing something for yourself and you're putting your heart and soul into something and you're putting yourself on a platter out into the world for something that you really care about like the most vulnerable experience that I've probably ever done but also the most amazing experience you've ever done. And I think when you're doing something that you really care about as well, one thing that I'm 
still figuring out, like, I'm an open book. I really am happy to talk about anything pretty much within reason. Like, nothing's really off limits. And I really respect that that's not the case for everyone. But when I'm doing something that I'm so passionate about and that is so related to my experience and I'm trying to kind of help other women based on my experience and a lot of that involves connecting with people in a way that's really authentic and I'm really really passionate about not kind of sugarcoating things not kind of putting on a front because that's what I did for years and Mm. I think doing something and pursuing a business building a business building anything really that you're really passionate about and is connected to your sort of like core purpose in life I think can be really challenging because then you're sort of like you know how far does that go when you still have to protect your own kind of vulnerabilities and you know have those boundaries like you mentioned so I think yeah it's kind of a mix of figuring out what I really want to do and just really basic things like how I organize my time that's been completely different I used to do a lot of you know I was client service I was managing teams across like New York London internationally so managing my time I was like oh I'm this is going to be easy like no problem absolutely fine now I'm like oh my god how do I you know not burn out in Mm. a different because mm. I burnt out last year and it's something that again I'm refuse to do again like yeah. I will not let it happen because I can't mm. afford to let it happen mm. so yeah to be honest it's it's struggling it's it's tough because yeah you want it all I know I can have it all and it's this balance of trusting the process figuring yes. out okay for example I started running in the mornings because I was like I can't afford to go to the gym anymore <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to go to my really nice spin classes that I love and miss dearly. But I know it's only temporary. And I think yeah. with all of this, it's about remembering, like, why are you doing it? Mm. I can easily go and get a job. That's not in an arrogant way. I know I could get a job doing something mm. paid really well, but that's not what I want to do. And I accepted that. And I also want to acknowledge that I recognize how privileged I am to be in this position. The fact that I was in a job that allowed me to save up money, that I have a partner who has now actually since quit his job so that's like a whole other thing (laughs) you know being really thoughtful about that as well and being realistic I think Mm. is really important because a lot of the times I think there's this facade of oh I'm gonna like quit my job and like pursue what I love Mm. and it's like no you have bills to pay there are responsibilities that you have you need to protect your own like mental health physical health for me particularly because of my endometriosis So I think all of those things and figuring out what works for you and, you know, something as simple as, okay, I'll buy a pair of running shoes and I'll go running in the mornings. I'm getting Mm. outside. I'm really lucky to live like near the Thames. So I kind Mm. of run along the river and that's just my way of sort of, okay, I'm out. I've got fresh air and it sounds really simple again, but it's just those little things. And then I feel kind of ready for the day. I don't need to worry about a class later in a way. I'm like, wow, I'm probably going to keep this up even when I can afford to go to spend classes again. You know, I have that freedom to build that in then I can get into whatever I want to do and get into a flow but yeah I don't know I'm still definitely figuring that out and it's exciting as well because it goes back to why I'm doing this in the first place hi chick I hope you are loving today's episode whilst we're here I have to let you know about a brand new and super luxe opportunity to hang out with me in person for a day whilst we dive deep into all things abundance, biz strategy, up-leveling and CEO energy. Yeah, pretty epic, right? This is my brand new VIP day. 
currently available in Europe and Bali, and here to set you up for the most expansive, successful next 12 months and beyond. I want to help you grow your freedom-based business and step into your dream lifestyle where you're 3xing your revenue, leaning back more, becoming that business owner you've always wanted to be, and working with global dream clients you are totally obsessed with. We'll look at your personal branding, your social media strategy, curating a killer product suite that sells with ease, and dive deep into your next level mindset, plus so much more. It'll be the most magnetic, abundant, luxury day tailored to you. Think five-star hotel vibes, luxury spa escape, gorgeous food, and VIP treatment. If this sounds exciting and you're ready to be a queen for a day whilst you up-level your business, then send me a DM over on Instagram saying VIP day. My Instagram handle is at Nicola Charlotte Coaching, and I'll leave the link in the show notes. There's just three spaces available for the rest of 2022. So if you're currently based in Europe or Bali, get in touch and we'll chat in the DMs to start curating your perfect VIP day. So head to the link in the show notes, and I cannot wait to speak to you. For now, let's get on with the rest of the episode. It's having complete autonomy and freedom over my time. And that's what I have. So even though right now I'm not earning the money that I want to be earning, I know that I will be at some point. Like I really, truly believe that whatever I'm doing, as long as I'm doing it from a place of like purpose and truth and realness, being genuine, you know, just being genuinely authentic and not in the way that people like to throw around. Like, actually, if you don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And Mm. that's even, you know, a struggle in itself because you have someone being like, wow, we want to work with you. We're going to do all these things. And you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I even like, you know, that can be really, really difficult at the beginning. Mm. And I think that's something that people say, oh, I'm only going to work with businesses that align with my, my values. And I'm all for that. And I absolutely agree. But that is one of the most difficult things in the early days because you are looking at your bills coming in especially at the moment with everything going on Mm. like excuse my French but like shit is real at the moment so Mm. yeah it's it's definitely not something that I think is a I've completely figured out but I'm really it it it. evolves as you evolve and as you figure out what you enjoy doing most in the business the clients you enjoy Mm. serving um one of the things that you just mentioned, which I'd love to dive into a little bit, is that sort of that solid self-belief that you will make it work and you know that you will create the version of success that you desire. And I'd actually say that's something that I've always had as well, um, is this belief of like, I know I will make it work. And of course, there are absolutely still times where I suddenly think, oh God, <laughs> when am I going to get my next client? or why does it feel so hard and it's normally literally about an hour and I'm like Nicola what are you doing like you just signed a new client or you've just had someone reach out to you for this opportunity but the way the mind works and cycles and hormones and weather and diet and tiredness can all contribute to that niggling you know mindset but I'd love to know is that something that you've always had do you do mindset work or yeah for people that are listening that might be struggling with their self-belief or going through periods of low self-confidence like 
anything that you can share on that I think would be really really valuable yeah I mean again this is something that I'm still figuring out honestly I think that I've always been incredibly ambitious like I remember Mm -hmm. when I was younger always thinking I'm gonna be the CEO of a company but not in like (laughs) I don't know like I always looked at kind of my parents and like my mum was a nurse um Mm. she gave up being a nurse when I was born and she didn't do nursing for 14 years but in that period she started her own baby sling business Mm. Um, and then my parents had like a really horrific messy divorce and that's like a story for another podcast but um I think just seeing that and having her show me and teach me that you know, even if you're getting free school meals and you're embarrassed and we can't afford to go on holiday or do all these things, like you ultimately have the freedom over your life as well. Like she really instilled that in me and she is like the most independent person I think mm. I know in my whole life. And so again, without sounding cheesy, I think it's having those people who you look up to, but also are part of your support network. Yeah. I think your support network to be honest, is arguably the most important part of business in anything. Mm. For business particularly, honestly, I joke about it. My partner is like my unofficial co-founder slash consultant slash therapist slash like everything. Seriously, like I go through ups and downs like there are, you know, there is no tomorrow. (laughs) The ebbs and the flows are crazy. And I think when it comes to self-belief, I think it's about practicing and remembering when you're in those lows for yourself, but also having people around you that actually are rooting for you as well, because it will happen. You are going to have days where you want to throw in the towel. You're questioning if it's worth it. You're questioning if you're even doing the right thing. You're questioning if anybody even cares about what you're doing or what you're trying to do and help other people. Oh, maybe it was just me. And actually it's not about other people. I think the self-belief really comes from just kind of sitting with the stresses that you're worrying about and just going back to basics. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Like the Mm -hmm. absolute most kind of primitive core things in whatever you're doing, whether it's business, work, personal life, um, or just your own personal growth journey. Yeah, I, I think... Pretending like that space, isn't it? That separation between actually, okay, yeah, this is a thought. And, you know, I'm sure you cover this with a lot of your clients, but it's the mindset work of where's the evidence to support this? Where's this belief come from? And then you very quickly unpack that you've created this own story. There is no evidence to support it. And if we're linking back to the theme of independence and freedom, actually, that's limiting your freedom. That's almost Mm -hmm. like, freedom jail having thoughts like that (laughs) so what is the point in holding on to that belief and actually how empowering if we switch that round and go I absolutely can make it and I know I will be successful and actually if I'm taking a step every single day in the right direction some days might have more steps than others ultimately we are going to get there Um, and it's a bit like something I talk about you know with with a lot is if we're not fully backing our offers then we're only going to limit, we're only going to achieve an, an, an element of success. Whereas mm. if you're going fully in, knowing that the service or offer or product that we have is incredible and will serve those people who invest in it really powerfully, that's when we're going to achieve the success. And I feel like it sort of links to 
that of, well, if I don't fully believe in myself, how can I expect other people to fully believe in myself as well? Yeah. And I also think one of the things is about how you show up in that way. So like you mentioned before about doing different things. And that's one thing that I've actually been really enjoying. And I think it's really important for people to remember when you're you know, wherever you are on your journey of kind of self-belief or figuring out what you're doing in your life um, is to just try different things. Like mm. be creative, like see this as an amazing opportunity to actually try things you've never done before. Like yeah. I started my own podcast and I had my microphone, my partner bought me my microphone on my birthday, which is in February. It was under my bed for months and months and months. And I was like, no, no one's going to listen to it. It's weird. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I was like, do you know what? Like, screw this I'm just gonna do it and give it a go and see what happens and just you know do what I want to do with it and I absolutely loved it and that's actually something now that I started putting out there and I think honestly one of the reasons why it's doing so well and I've started having people contact me to be on the podcast which I never thought would happen is because it's something that I genuinely enjoyed whereas other things that I've done maybe I haven't enjoyed so much but until you try them you're never Mm going to know so one thing I think is always really important to remember is if you're you know there's a little niggling feeling or there's something that you're like oh maybe but I'm not sure if I can do it like just give it a go like no one cares if you fail failure is a good thing because then you know oh I actually might have hated the podcast yeah great I'm never going to do that again I don't need to be having this niggling feeling in my mind like mm. oh, what if you did this and it turned into this thing and you become a exactly I mean we need to be realistic but do you know what I mean like I yeah. think that's really important as well to remember when it comes to this kind of stuff because and it's doing it for you you know not doing it for anyone else it's like actually I want to do it I'm going to do it. I'm going to lean into what feels good. Something I also always said, like follow what feels good because then radiate that energy that is an attractive energy to be around. You know, like, of course, there might be things that you need to do, quote unquote, but ultimately if you're enjoying it and it brings you fulfillment, other people are going to feel that and that's going to help the trajectory of wherever it might go. You know, it might not go anywhere, but mm. better to have tried than to have regret not doing is what I always think. Preach. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've, yes. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. Um, okay. Amazing. So before we kind of come to the end, one of the things I think links quite nicely with what we've spoken about that I spotted uh, on your website when I was having a little look earlier is around like how, well, one of the talks I should give some context talks or workshops that you deliver is around finding your voice and building your personal brand mm-hmm. and finding your voice I think is something that we've almost sort of alluded to already in terms of showing up with confidence and having boundaries and following what feels good um I being totally honest feel like I didn't find my voice online for a long time so probably I mean it's hard to put into like time frames but I'd say at least the first year of my business because I was still figuring out who I wanted to serve how I wanted to show up the you know the language that kind of I was like does this resonate or am I using that language because someone that I admire is using that language and I think it looks good um but I guess you know being conscious of not Um, going into too much detail but any tips that you have that you find would are really helpful for those entrepreneurs whether they're new into their journey or well established that maybe don't feel like they're fully showing up as themselves confidently online is there a process is it just a case of trialing and erroring a bit like we've said of seeing what feels good what feels authentic what feels natural because 
I always find it's quite hard when you do are surrounded by incredible women who are killing it in business, who are a few years further down the line, who you really admire, you really respect. You can end up kind of using some of their vocabulary without necessarily meaning to. Because you're like, oh, that sounds amazing. But then finding your own voice. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's not a necessarily straightforward thing to figure out or to know how to teach. So I'd be interested to hear what you have to say on that. Yeah, that's a really good question and such an important part, I think, of of business. And again, I think it just goes back to everything that we were talking about. Like mm-hmm. in everything you do, I really believe that you should be just being genuine. And I yeah. think in terms of finding your voice, the main thing is just being yourself, like not mm-hmm. forcing it, like not mm-hmm. faking or creating this voice that you think sounds more professional or, yeah. you know, client. <laughs> I've been going of that. I think everyone's going of that. And I came from a world where I was working in advertising, branding, mm-hmm. like how you would, you. I didn't even know what the term messaging was when I first started working in advertising and business. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that you just don't really think about. And good copywriting, as people say, you don't think about it. Yeah. So I think when you're thinking about what your voice is, you know, from things like your tone of voice, you can get really technical, like what's your brand personality? What, mm. you know, there are all these exercises that you can do. Like if you're in this position and you're trying to figure it out, just Google it. Like there's loads of kind of workshops and exercises that you can do. People, businesses do it, brands do yeah. it. That's, you know, everything, believe it or not, that you see will have had some sort of like brand messaging tone of voice mm. as part of that creation. It's just not something that I think the average person, or if you're not in that world or you're not in business, you would never even think about. I think I mentioned it to my friends once and they were like, that they like you can't even comprehend like what do you mean a logo has a tone of voice like that makes no sense yeah but when you actually are again creating a business that is something that you care about and something that you're passionate about I think it just really comes back to remembering again like why you're doing it and not to repeat myself but just not trying to imitate someone else. And I definitely have been guilty of that. And that's something that you don't even realize that you're doing. It's kind of that subconscious thing. And you're sort of like, oh, you're trying to play this part. And I really don't like the concept of fake it till you make it because Mm. I think that implies that you're doing something wrong or that you you have to pretend like you're this multi-million dollar like success story. And like, no, actually, Mm. I personally think that people connect and buy from people. 100%. 100%. And whether you're doing a talk, whether you're writing a proposal, whether you're having a conversation at a networking event or with a friend and family member, like it really comes back to just what you want to be saying and what you care about. Like, what mm-hmm. are you passionate about? What do you actually want to do with your life? What are the changes that you want to see in the world? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be sunshine and roses all the time. Like, and it's not going to be. And mm-hmm. I think when you start to actually dig a little bit deeper and almost like shed this kind of layer that I think we all create to Mm. be professional or seem like we know what we're talking about or like, oh, we're so serious because like this is business. No, like business should be fun. Business makes the world go around in a lot of senses. Like business is the foundation. And this is why I am crazy like about how none of these things, you mentioned my independence triad at the beginning, work, health and money for Mm. me, are the foundation of everything. Like if you don't have these things in balance and you're not really doing these things in a way that work for you, then what are you doing? Like you're not able to actually like live your life as you want to live it. But then when you kind of take a step back and think about things like how you're showing up, 
who you're talking to. I used to absolutely despise networking events. And to be honest, I still don't love them. But I've found strategies. And even now, like one of my talks is on like presenting networking, which really builds off this kind of finding your voice and your personal brand. Mm. Because I genuinely believe it's all really connected. So it's almost really hard to answer because I think it's one of those yeah. things that it kind of comes with time and I really believe it's like building a muscle like the Mm. more you start to show up and speak in a way that you're not putting on this layer and you are just genuinely speaking from the heart or from the gut or about things that you really care about and you're not trying to merge into a conversation or be like yeah yeah I agree when you don't agree like everyone has different opinions and that's amazing because it means Mm. that creates this world that we have it creates room for ideas and innovation and collaboration and partnerships and you know just all of the things that I think we see in every stage of life in every sense of life Mm. are because human beings are you know that is really at the heart of it so I think it's just really about remembering those things and you know until it's taught in school yeah (laughs) one day if it's the last thing that I do like we should be taught how our bodies work at school Mm. and not just like it's a penis in a vagina and you bleed once a month like I would like to know and I would like to have thought that if I had known what endometriosis was it wouldn't have taken me 10 years to get diagnosed and that's like basically the story of the majority of women Mm. if I'd have known what to do with my money like I literally had to google how to get a mortgage last year a thing that I never thought I would even be able to do, genuinely never thought I'd be able to get a mortgage owner house. And I was lucky to save up money. My partner and I, it was COVID, it was lockdown. We managed to get a deal. It was like all the stars kind of aligned. It was mm. really um, but I had no idea what investing was. I didn't know what stocks and shares ISA was. And again, a lot of my friends still don't know that. I'm in my 30s and the majority of women don't know how to look after their money. That is an absolute travesty. Yeah. And it's real. Yeah. Like, because women need to have and deserve to have the money and all of the things that everyone else in this life are afforded. And actually, when women have money, there is so much evidence to show that they then invest it in other women and in causes that Mm. they care about. Mm. That kind of causes this ripple effect. So it all comes back to genuinely tone of voice and what you're putting out in the world. Mm. That has a ripple effect. Like I truly- And not being afraid to show up as who you are with your opinions, because I- definitely made the mistake early on of like trying to be um relatable and quite I always like the analogy that I use like I was a vanilla ice cream and the irony was I would never choose a vanilla ice cream if I went to get a gelato I wouldn't so why was I acting like this vanilla ice cream I was like I want to be a pistachio ice cream you know where it's different not everyone's gonna love it but it's a bit exotic it's a bit different it's like you know got different sides to it anyway that's going off on a tangent, but I think it does link back to it's amazing that we're all unique and it's amazing that we've all got our own ideas and opinions and let's be proud about that and confidently communicate that because then you do gravitate towards certain people, you do form deeper relationships with others and that's where the connections are formed, where the clients come to you, where you form, you know, you find your mentors, your coaches, because of all these different facets that we have. Um, And that comes down to showing up online with your personal brand and your unique voice. Yeah. And one really quick example, which I think actually just sums all this up. 
on the front page of my website, I was like, mm, this might be a bit much, but I was like, no, I'm just going to do it, is independence for women is a problem. Something which some people were like, oh, that's a bit, you know, that's going to make people feel uncomfortable. I do a lot of kind of prospective outreach at the moment because again I'm early stage I'm still building my own personal brand and my own reputation and so no you know <laughs> no shade to the cold outreach let's be honest you're all going to have to do it at some point if you're listening to this and you're doing a business so it's a good skill to get good at but I was reaching out to someone and I just sent them the link to my website and you know on LinkedIn you only get that tiny little bit like notes yeah. thing so it's like you have to be really strategic with what you say and I got an email a couple of days afterwards from someone in the same company company from a different team being like hey I was sent your blog and your website and it really resonated and we'd love to have you come in to deliver a talk on sexism Mm. and that was my first paid gig Mm. from actually sending something that I was a bit like I'm not really sure and when I messaged the woman who I originally spoke to afterwards to be like thank you so much like I Mm. you know loved working with you she literally replied saying independence women is a problem you got me at that first line and that is why I wanted to work with you. And I was like, oh, like, like, and those are the things where you're like, okay, that is a huge tick. So that's not going anywhere. Like Mm. that is going to stay there. And I think these are the little things where it's like, listen to the people around you, listen to your customers, listen to the people who are interacting with your business and interacting with you as an individual and if, you know, you're getting negative feedback, I think it's really important to not be, you know, afraid of that. Feedback is a really, really good thing. I've always mm-hmm. encouraged that and, and asked for that, actually. I proactively ask for feedback because I think without that, how are you going to know what you're doing is actually serving the purpose that you're setting out to? So, yeah, I think that's just one thing that, yeah, I think it's a, it was a nice full circle moment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. I love that. And it's like daring to be different, backing yourself creating that freedom that you desire by doing these things and protecting those boundaries and everything else that we've, we've spoken about. So yeah, that sums it up very nicely. And um, just want to say thank you so much again for coming on. I feel like we could chat for hours and hours and hours. So maybe we'll have to do a part two in the future. Um, but thank you for your time. Please let us know where we can find you, anything that you want to mention that you're working on at the moment. And I'll obviously leave links in the description box as well. Yeah, I mean, firstly, thank you so much. This has been, I definitely would be back in a heartbeat for part two. Yeah, I felt like we could chat for hours, but no, this has been so wonderful. And actually it's been a really nice reminder of all of these things. I think it's something that I don't always take a moment to kind of think mm. about. So yeah, it's been really wonderful. Um, so yeah, you can check out my website, which is www.thisindependentlife.co. And I'm on Instagram at This Independent Life. My podcast is also This Independent Life. So it's very easy to remember. Right. Um, and yeah, at the moment, I'm kind of figuring out some exciting upcoming things. I also run an endometriosis support group, which I started, which is called Endo So What. So that's also, you can find out information about that on my website and just send me a message on Instagram or DM me um, and I can add you to our little WhatsApp group. We do kind of meetups and I run monthly educational sessions and for my own business as well, I do kind of different events and different things. So yeah, if you check out the website and also on my LinkedIn, Rebecca Lloyd, I post about everything. That's one thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be consistent. <laughs> Everyone says you've got to be consistent. So yeah, yes. all of those yes. things. And yeah, just really excited for 2023, honestly. I think this is only mm. the beginning for what I'm doing with this independent life. And yeah, I'm really excited to chat to anyone who also is thinking about their own personal independence journey. Like I know it can be really lonely and really overwhelming. So please feel free to message me. I'd be more than happy to chat to anyone, man, woman, anyone. So oh, yeah. Great. 
Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. I will leave all the information in the description box below and do reach out to either of us with any questions. Otherwise, I will speak to you in the next episode. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, my DMs are always open, so come over and say hi. At Nicola Charlotte Coaching. Bye.